As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Farmer's Voices with your host, Uncle Ramesh, and myself, Jaskar. Go ahead, Uncle Ramesh. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome again. A pleasant good evening to everyone in the Caribbean, you know, all of our farmers around the Caribbean and around the world, and, you know, all who is listening, you know, um, as we continue to struggle, you know, with this COVID challenge 19 that, that, that came so hard on us, you know, and it's a very, very unpredictable virus, all right? So we continue to struggle, we continue to learn from the world, we listen and learn, and we continue to lend the knowledge um, in this fight. We, you know, in Trinidad and Tobago, we have some uh, very good news today. Uh, we continue to be number one with respect to some mitigation measures that was implemented, you know, just um, just over nine weeks ago in our little country with just 1.4 million people. Okay, we locked down our borders and today, you know, we can we can lift um, we can lift some of our restrictions, you know, um, Within the last 24 days, you know, we we did several tests, you know, we did over 2,600 tests. And in the last 24 days, you know, we, we did not pick up any um, positive, um, you know, um, individual with the, with the virus. So that is excellent for us. But we are not out of the woods. In another week or two, you know, we have to continue, you know, uh, with the increase um lifting of some of the sanctions, you know, the lockdown, um, some other services and, and whatnot being expanded, the movement of individuals will be increased. So the chances of the, 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 the spread, it is possible, but we are keeping our fingers crossed. And just we continue to be that shining light in the world, you know. Um, as an example, even though we just have 1.4 million people, we continue to be strict. Yes, we have some. Some, you know, some individuals who break the sanctions from time to time. But we are lucky, all right? We are, we are number one with mitigation measures, and we hope to continue, all right, in the next few days and in the next few weeks, you know, if we can continue being strict, you know, being safe, stay home, you know, wear a mask, all right, um, you know, and some of the simple, simple uh, solutions that we have put in place, I think we we are going to continue to be a shining light to the world. Just right? Yes, yes, most definitely. Look like we're going to have to be sending teams from America to Trinidad to find out why y'all doing so good because 
over here is bad. We're up to 90,000 dead. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy how bad this thing has gotten here. You know, so kudos to Trinidad and Tobago. You know, but how is how is everything um, food wise? Well, the challenge continues with respect to food security. Okay, um, at this point in time, you know, we we had a lot of production in the ground. You know, with respect to our vegetables, fruits, root crops, etc. All right. And it's not about depleted yet, all right, because of the lockdown, you know, um, and because of the change in the season and whatnot, you know, there's, there was a lot of preparation being put in place, all right, so there's there's some stock to carry us on for the time being, all right, and um, yes, we know people are locked down home, we know the consumption pattern may increase or decrease in certain cases, but we have not seen does find any major challenges to affect our food security. But um, what is what is of a, a major concern, and, and that is such an excellent question, you know, um, our dependency on foreign imports thus far within the last uh, eight to ten weeks, um, there has not been much impact. All right, Jaskrai, but I, I, I foresee that in the next few weeks, in the next coming weeks, within the next month or so, you will start to get glimpses of shortages in certain items. Um, Jaskrai, with respect to, like, importation of, of some goods from the United States and China and Europe. Uh, Jaskrai? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, there, you know, you can see, like, the, the supermarket here, you know, some of the shelves are empty and the long lines and you know the government has been preparing us to prepare for meat shortages you know because uh, this virus has been taking over the, the meat plants um with it with the um, respect to livestock in trinidad and tobago um yeah have any problems with people getting meat well um another excellent question just right our, our record indicates that we were very, very dependent on the importation of some of our of meats, all right, from the United States, you know, um, some of the chicken, some of the chicken and the, and the pork, etc. But more so, um, in our local production of, of poultry, a lot of the, the, the raw materials, the, the feed for these um, um, poultry, the poultry industry came from outside, all right? So very shortly, as I said before, you know, in the next few weeks, we are going to be seeing the impact of the COVID around the world affect, affecting our taste for foreign imported uh, food-associated uh, food items that we can produce in Trinidad and Tobago. Just right? Yes, um, so have you seen, like, food here, the prices has gone up you know, 10, 15%. Are you seeing that in Trinidad and Tobago? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, increased more than 15% um, in some, some of the items. You know, I did mention in, in a program before, you know, that some of our, our peas and beans, all right, from around the world has already been impacted. And um, our population in Trinidad and Tobago, you know, is very multi-ethnic, 
all right? We have an Indo population and we have an Afro population. Our Indo population, which is just, you know, hovers around 50%, um, consume a lot of goods, you know, the chana and the dal, the split peas, etc. that comes from other parts of the world, you know, North America, all right, and China, all right? These goods have already started to, you know, skyrocket, all right? But um, we have taken a challenge in the last few in the last couple of days, the Prime Minister and his team, they have um, slowly started to reopen the economy. That is where the challenge um, will be. We saw in other parts of the world where the economy was slightly opened up and you had a resurgence of the virus. That's right. Yes, definitely, definitely. We're seeing that in places like Texas over here. where They've opened it up and they've seen uh, the corona numbers doubled. Yeah, go ahead, Uncle. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, on a similar vein, uh, just cried, you know, I, I, I want to come back to our situation with respect to mitigation. All right. I think our people in Trinidad and Tobago are very resilient, like the other uh, communities, other countries in the Caribbean. But I can speak for Trinidad and Tobago, and I want to let you know that the atmosphere, the climate in Trinidad and Tobago, you know, we are in the transition period from the dry into the into the rainy season. We had some 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 slight showers recently. The breeze is blowing cool and nice. Okay, we have not been able to access our beaches. All right. Okay. Um, there's good and bad. The good aspect of going to the beaches, we understand that the salt and the atmosphere is very conducive to your immunity system. All right. The bad of it is that when we congregate on beaches and whatnot, those one or two who may have the virus might 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 um, be carriers, and the spread can continue. So, um, the point I'm trying to make is that our country is clean, our environment is clean. We have um, our our nation have come together, and we have band together to be in this position today. And I think that in another two weeks to four weeks, if we continue to practice the simple things, the sanitation of washing your hands, good hygienic practices, wearing your face mask, okay? Continue to prepare your meals and use as much as possible of the local fruits and vegetables described. I think these are simple measures that has made Trinidad the bagel number one and the shining light. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Excellent, excellent. Um, ex- excellent. Um, in terms of uh, uh, food and um, uh, theft of uh, crops and stuff like that, has there been a, a rise in um, stolen goods? especially contaminated goods that might affect the, the public? You know any, anything about that? Have okay, so, yes, we had some price gougings and whatnot over the past, over the COVID period, all right? Now, in Trinidad and Tobago, our farmers, right, we continue to produce the best. The availability of these goods are, are, are going to be challenged, all right? Um, there was a situation where farmers have been, you know, to fast track um, bringing certain goods from certain areas. You know, we had some 
some contamination to an extent. All right? But our crime situation before COVID was out of bounds. All right? And yes, we have a situation where in with respect to predial larceny and the and the because of the demand for some of the produce that is that is in the ground, the fruits, that that, that the vegetables, the root crops, etc. Yes, there are some challenges. Um, we we had one that recently the Barako farmers, you know, um, they were very challenged with respect to you know a gang that was interfering, oh, wow. and they were farmers and whatnot. All right, and um, we had the intervention of, of 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 several agencies. The commission of police came in. Uh-huh. And met with with some of the farmers and whatnot, and and we had some some measures that was put in place. Just right. And um, how effective you see? Um, you, you think these measures will be in terms of providing safety for um, farmers? Well, like I I don't want to go there right now, but um, it is important that because of the agencies, okay, the 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 previous and is called fell under the Ministry of Agriculture. And over the last few years, you know, um, it wasn't well fitted. It wasn't well fitted because of um, simple funding, all right, with respect to additional staff and the equipment to protect farmers' crops. And, you know, the situation goes back to the neglect of the farming industry in our Caribbean islands, you know, and in Trinidad and Tobago because of the budgetary allocation. So just cry, maybe in another program we'll touch on that. So... You know, um, the, the, the food situation is going is to continue to challenge us in the next few weeks and few months. All right. And, um, you know, a, a little, you know, in the next few minutes, you know, I'd like to touch on some, some multinationals. But um, can you just give us a quick, a quick snippet on, uh, as to, you know, um, what is the present situation with the United States with respect to, like, getting a virus? Do you feel a, vir- a solution for the virus? Um, is it coming, or do we have to change some of our simple habits now and hope that the virus would, you know, would, would ease itself off, uh, just right? Well, at this current time, they don't see a solution. You know, um, it's more like um, uh, adaptation. You know, we got to adapt our lifestyle to try to fight this virus, you know. You know, they're talking about... Um, the way restaurants are going to be set up, you know, now will be at 50% uh, capacity for now until, you know, social distancing measures properly could be in place. And, um, you know, even today I've seen a program where at the farmer's market, even to go to the farmer's market, you had to uh, sign up online register, then go, and they was only allowing 45 people, social distancing-wise, inside the market at a time. So there's a, a dramatic change in the way how business is, is going to be conducted. You know, even in respect to how buildings are designed now, before it used to be one elevator, they say all oh, buildings now has to have a, a a minimum of two elevators, just to stop the spread of of this thing. So it's 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 now like whereas the world is gonna be designed around this virus, 
you know. Okay. Right, and and like like you in Trinidad Tobago, all right. Um, COVID, this virus, COVID nineteen, has taught us a lot, and we need to learn. We need to bite the bullet and learn. In Trinidad and Tobago, yes, we locked down. We locked down our borders, so we stopped the virus from coming in. But what we did also, we followed strict rules and regulations. Uh, eight, eight to ten weeks ago, where we, the social distancing, etc. But we had some people who did not follow, but the majority of the population followed the simple guidelines, and that is important. Now, more important today, since we have crossed that bridge and we are number one, and we can start back to open up the borders um, um, when I say some of the sanctions, we are not going to open the borders yet. But what we have, what we need to continue doing is to keep those practices that we, with those simple habits that was incorporated eight to ten weeks ago, we need to increase those habits. And the new habit will be, you know, wearing a mask, washing your hands, you know, simple hygiene. That will be the new norm from all the countries around the world, all right? And in Trinidad and Tobago, if in the next few weeks and next few months we can continue like that, I think COVID will never enter Trinidad and Tobago until that point where we open back our borders for you all around the world to come back to Trinidad and Tobago. And we are looking forward to that, but, but that is a big, big but. So, Jaskrab, I don't know if... if in the last few minutes or so, you know, that simple sentiment. As a nation, we, we stood in our minds. We cleared our minds. Yes, the virus talk was there for carnival. We did not shut down at all. Hello? Right, very strict. I want to thank everybody in Antibago, the 1.4 million people, you know, for being that shining light. But um, if we are the leaders today, we have to continue leading ourselves in the next few weeks so that other countries in the world can continue to, 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 to run COVID into another planet or, 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 or forever, not to another planet, but not in our world. Jaskribe? Yes, def de definitely. But, um, okay, I know you're, you're, you're a big advocate on food security, and growing locally, you know, has the government really listened to you in um, terms of starting ramping up um, local um, growing of produce? Because you open back the borders, you take in food from outside. You know, we all know this thing lives on things. So, you know, yeah. what what to stop this virus from entering from produce? You know. Because we already seen well, here affecting animals, livestock. Yes. Okay. So just right, our food, our dependence on foreign uh, foods, etc. Yes, the government has listened. All right. Very subtly, they have listened to the people. All right. After after ten weeks, we they have started a distribution of seedlings. All right. Some some seed packets. To the various to each um, government and opposition's um, member in parliament, 40, 40, 41, 
all right they have um they have been given seedlings to give to their constituents that is an excellent start but i i want to say blatantly that that is such a simple process that didn't have to take 10 weeks it could have started when we made the call before uh with respect to you know having that backyard initiative all right so we commend them a lot so they are listening all right and the, and the measures and and the measures we as farmers in our own way i want to let you know as as chairman of the table and pineapple farmers association we are in we are about to enter we are in mid 2020 and we are about to enter the rainy season i want to let you know that if we have hundreds of acres of prime land that is already prepared to for pineapple production and other fruit production to keep our country going that is what we have been doing that we have been doing that with our bare hands for the first time within the last week or so namdevco the marketing agency we saw them take an initiative to purchase some pineapples from some farmers and also some other fruits watermelons etc this is a a decision that that is 10 weeks too late all right uh, but we commend the decision so they are listening just right but on a similar vein you know um i know we just have about 5 or 10 more minutes you know i know you um these multinationals or what not there are some major concerns do you want us to discuss that right now just right yeah yes let's you know let's let's touch on that because you know at this time everybody's playing a part in this fight you know and we we you know i know you urge all corporations especially the big overseas one to give back so you know have they been doing that well you in in one of our programs you know and in a very uh, on our very first podcast before covid um we mentioned and we made a call to all these multinationals even though they may be termed essential to come forward and support the communities in which they operate bhp came in bp um bp amoko came in all right um we saw heritage came on the scene and gave some hampers etc um there's a community in labrie in trinidad an industrial community we saw one of the companies that operate there give out some hampers and what not whatever small it is they contributing but in our area our southeast area you know the central and outer blocks we have shell international shell channel and to be limited we have not seen okay one cent being invested all right in the communities in which they operate all right also we have our big player touchstone international all right they recently um you know invested you know over 100 million dollars within the last uh, 12 to 24 months into the central and outer blocks and would you believe just crime as we sit here today touchstone international made a release a couple of hours ago you know about all their major investments you know in the central and outer blocks all right and they have not uh, contributed one cent to to any community from St Mary's to Pool Valley to Rio Claro and i i i i i want to you know i want to make uh, make this plea to them again 
we the, these communities are challenged communities these are rural communities they are around the area that you have invested to extract fossil fuel and more so gas which you are presently while these people are suffering in their own way in the fight in this war of wars with COVID-19 you these communities um, you know, you did not contribute even one mask or one sanitizer to assist a needy home. But within the last few weeks, you have negotiated MOUs to extract gas to go to National Gas Company and other companies for the next five to ten years. All right. This is very humiliating in 2020. Okay. And they are boasting about, you know, um, doing permits right now, even though the agencies are closed, you know, just subscribe. And this hurts me, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if you hold the, um, you know, I'm asking everyone to go on to Touchstone Exploration International. All right. And go on their Facebook page and listen to these podcasts that they, and the releases that they make. All right. And up to this day, they have not invested one cent with respect to the communities that into which they operate, and we are in a war of wars with COVID. Just right? Yes, yes, yes. I seen the recent um, uh, interview put out by um, the company with its um, CEO uh, Peter Bay, saying that uh, they were able to um, secure. Permits as an essential service. Uh, how, how is that possible? Well, from the very beginning, you know, um, we need the oil production and the gas production in our country to support our revenue. All right. So that was classed as essential service. But um, with respect to the construction and whatnot, you know, they have their rigs and whatnot to move. And those, those were stopped. But... Um, Touchstone has some other investments, you know, with respect to the oil that that, that oil and water was being produced, you know, which all the physical infrastructure, um, they were able to use their, you know, like like two workers in a vehicle, as the case may be, you know, and follow some of the some of the restrictions, all right, follow the rules. But you know, um, they are about they are making plans, okay, in the next few weeks, you know, they are trying to get their permits, you know, and it, you know, it's it's amazing to know that they are still doing these things without consulting the communities, all right? And, you know, um, yes, they got the approval to do the, to do the, the, the drilling, all right, and the exploration, but the extraction is another bit of a, it's another a set of permits that we required. And up to this day, you know, they have not communicated with the communities, you know, um, but they can communi com communicate, with, communicate with their partners, to make deals, you know, and to make agreements, but they cannot communicate with communities in which they are about to extract the heart of a community. Just right? Yes. So would you say this is another form of um, exploitation by uh, colonizers, you know? Because here you have the farmer. He's unable to freely bring his goods to market to make a profit, but then you have this big multi-conglomerate they're able to do as they please. Well, Josh Craig, you hit the nail on the head there, you know, and it's not that we, we don't want them to, to continue with their investment, but we are in COVID times, all right? 
So if you if you give one mask, okay, one mask, you can say, well, look, you gave one mask instead of one billion mask. You know so what I'm saying? Yeah, just right because they mm-hmm. are bringing in to support the industry. Yep. So this is concern, you know, and our our the communities have been calling me. People have been calling me with several challenges that they have. We know that the government have a responsibility, but BHP gave 3.5 million dollars. Touchstone has not given 3.5 cents. Not a dime. This is ridiculous in 2020 in a COVID time. You know, and Mr. Peter B and the shareholders in Touchstone International, you know, um, we have to let them know how we feel. And, and and if they operate like this, how can they get permits to go on to cut down our forest trees to run their flow lines? How can they do that? That's a good, good question. You know, like, I guess money is able to buy influence. You know, so just grab, I know, you know, we want to end in just a couple of minutes, you know. Um, I want to calm down a bit. Touchstone, you know, in these COVID times, you know, we're in a world war of wars. Yes, we are going to lift to get the economy going. We need the gas. We need the gas more than ever. But these communities, there are several communities um, calling a touchstone to bring some hampers to some of the families. In these hampers would have a sanitization kit, just like how you ensure that your operation is fully well sanitized. We know your expats cannot fly in right now, all right? But at the end of the day, there are simple things that you bring to run your operation. You you negotiate multi-billion dollar agreements. All we are asking for you is to supply some mask or, or, or follow some of the simple protocols in supporting in good community social responsibility to the communities in which you operate and you extract their fossil fuels. So just cry. You know, I I would just like to end by saying, you know, um, we have not come out of the woods yet in Trinidad and Tobago, all right? We are number one with our mitigation measures. We must continue to stay home and stay safe. The essential services have been expanded, all right? So there will be extra activity. I want to commend um, the new motto is that if you enter a business place that is expanded as the it's considered essential, and you don't have a mask around your face. No mask, no service. That is one of our challenge, um, um, new challenge, described in Trinidad and Tobago, the shining light in the world. Yes, 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 most definitely, and I believe that too. But um, as you know, we see people, they have masks, but it's not covering their faces on their neck or on their head. What to do with those people? Okay, so, you know, in a similar way, you know, um, you see people with, 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 with a, a mask on top of their head, as yeah. you say, and below their, <laughs> below their mouth, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you enter the place, all right? This virus has no courtesy, all right? And if you don't wear the mask and you have it, you can transmit it. Also, if somebody has it, they can give it to you. All right? So we have to be bold in the world. Um, the spread is much more wider in your country. In our country, it is limited, but we cannot take that for granted. One one um, infected individual is one too much for us in Trinidad and Tobago. And if America and other countries in the world 
can think along those lines. I know, I know it is it is easier said than done. You know, I want to ask people to continue to think positive. I want to ask God. You know, um, I know you will close it with a with a prayer soon. Um, just scribe, you know, uh, we want to continue to pray for all of us in China to be good. The 1.4 million of us all in the Caribbean, and for every individual around the world, for us to just you know, try as much as possible to get this COVID behind our backs. We must think positive, you know, continue listening to our podcast, you know, continue sharing it. Maybe somewhere in the world, you know, people might listen and learn and learn the knowledge that the fa- on the farmer's voice that we share both on the field and off the, off the field. Just right? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. And so, you know, as you know, I've been ordained... So, you know, I'm just going to say a little, little prayer, little prayer, you know. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, you know, that you will heal us and heal our nation. And you'll provide the strength as we know you will. Oh, Lord, we leave everything in your hands. As we know, you are the mighty deliverer, and all things are possible through you. Oh, Lord, we want to pray for all the essential workers, including our farmers, you know, the nurses, the doctor, everybody. Oh, Lord, and once again, especially our farmers, who provides the nourishment so everybody else can go out and do what they're supposed to do. In God's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Anything, anything you'd like to say, Uncle, before that? Well, thank you very much. Congratulations, but You know, you have taken a very bold step, you know. Um, you know, I want to congratulate you, and I want to thank, thank God. Thank you. you know, to bless you on your new part, you know, and to bless, you know, your country and your people, our country, in the Caribbean and around the world, you know, every single one, you know, and um, very soon, you know, um, history will be written, you know, uh, it's recorded here, that, you know, um, each individual, you know, have a part to play in protecting his country, and to all farmers and fisher folk around the world, you know, to their, to, to their families and whatnot, who continue to feed us in these COVID times, you know, I want to, you know, just tell them, you know, um, just, you know, ask God to bless all of us, you know, and continue to, to produce food for our world, you know, for our families and our world. And, to, uh, you know, um, continue, you know, to ask everyone to continue to listen to our podcast, you know, go on our Facebook pages, you know, Friends Who Like Agriculture, our Table and Pineapple Farmers Association page. You know, I just want to say another prayer, you know, finally for uh, a colleague of ours, you know, Miss uh, a farmer, you know, um, Ralph Rampasad, you know, he passed away a couple of days, you know, for cancer. Oh, my you know, condolences, my condolences. Yes, yes, thank you. You know, he was a frontline member of the TPFA. You know, he worked his life as a civil servant in the Ministry of Agriculture, you know. And he was a frontliner, you know, fighting, you know, um, speaking, you know, for farmers, you know, uh, with respect to our, you know, um, initiative of eat local, you know, plant local, plant what you eat, you know, agro-processing, you know. He was there, you know, and in another program, you know, um, 
you know, we're gonna, you, you know, we're gonna go in a little more detail as to some of his contribution. So okay. tomorrow's funeral, you know, um, his soul will be rested, you know, uh, and you know, farmers will be coming out. We have to maintain our distances and whatnot, you know, and. You know, Jaskrab, I want to thank you for this opportunity, you know, and may his soul rest in peace and our condolences to his family and to all the other farmers around the world who have challenges and whatnot. We ask God to continue to, to bless their families, you know, and to protect us, to feed the world. Thank you very much, Jaskrab. God bless. Thank you. You stay, Uncle. Peace, love to everybody. We will overcome this. And this has been Farmer's Voices with Uncle Amish and myself, just, uh, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.